Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Email Patricia now with your story or comment. Cork today at c103.ie. Cork today on c103. Now, yesterday morning, I spoke with the CEO of Nursing Homes Ireland, Tyg Daly, who is fearful we could see a number of private nursing homes follow the decision taken by Beaumont Residential Care to withdraw from the Fair Deal scheme at the end of this month. During my chat, I mentioned the 73 residents of this Care Choice home and how difficult this announcement must be on them and indeed on their families. Well, to find out how one family is reacting to the news, I'm joined by John Murphy, whose dad, Patrick, is currently a resident in uh, Beaumont. Good morning to you, John. And I'm very well and, and thank you for taking our call. Firstly, tell me a bit about your dad. How long is he a resident in Beaumont and how has he been getting on there? OK, uh, just to give you an idea, my dad uh, worked in CIE from 1949 to 1989, 40 years. Wow. He worked on the Cork Cove railway line and um, he retired in 1989. Uh, my mum passed away in 79, so he, he's been on his own a long time, living on his own in Cove, and he was perfectly well and healthy living on his own till he was 96. Okay, so he has, Yeah, so, <laughs> like, when he went into hospital, people, I say to the nurse, he has never been in the hospital overnight before, and they go, oh, yeah, 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 and I said, no, no, you don't realise what I'm saying, you know, he has not been in hospital overnight, and it's a big fear of his. So, he had a few falls, and uh, he went back living at home, but it was just getting way too stressful. And I live in Dublin, so we uh, we got, we were advised really that he would have to go into care. Um, so we got the place in Beaumont Residential uh, about uh, just before his birthday, his ninety sixth birthday. So he's been in there three years, um, and obviously, very it took him a while to adjust. But now he's really happy. The level of care is second to none. Um, he loves his room and he loves the people coming in. And um, Beaumont Residential has just made his life and our life great, very easy because we don't have to worry about him anymore. I pop down every week to see him. But obviously then this news came that there was a problem with the fair deal. Uh, I didn't realize that it was as big as it was until I met with them last Thursday morning. Um, so did it did it come like a bolt out of the blue then for the family? 
Basically, they had communicated a few times to us saying that there was problems with funding and they were working on addressing the funding with the NTPF, the National Treatment Purchase Fund. Um, But obviously, uh, they had spent, it it came to a head because they had spent nine months uh, trying to get a a reasonable deal uh, uh, for the cost of living uh, increase. Uh, which obviously we all realise there's been a huge increase in cost of living over the last couple of years, but uh, the private uh, residential care places like Care Choice are all being paid what they were paid in 2019, for example, which doesn't cut the mustard anymore. So uh, Beaumont asked us to pay that a little bit extra towards the care, just the percentage, just to cover the ESB bills and stuff, which we did. Um, but uh, the National Treatment Purchase Fund didn't uh, respond to them and eventually offered them 16 euros per person uh, per week uh, uh, per resident, right? Whereas they were giving um, 183 per resident per week in their own uh, care homes in um the HSE. The HSE care home. Yeah, yeah like when, in, when, in, I, when we spoke with Tyg Daly yesterday and he, and he was, you know, laying out the figures, it just seemed a- extraordinary. And, yeah. and the gap, and I know because we've spoken about it before, there was always a gap between what a HSE uh, pay for a resident in a HSE home versus what they yeah, pay in a private. 600 euros. 600 it and, it, and it's yeah. now gone to 800 euro, the difference. Yeah, because, because they got an extra. So they were getting 600 euros uh, more all the time, and now they get an extra 183. So when you think of it, both people like Beaumont, they weren't getting the extra 600, and they were only offered 16 euros, whereas they were giving their own care homes 183. So that's when I realised, you know, it, this is not Beaumont being greedy. They're losing money, and they have been losing money for the last nine months. The problem exists that the National Treatment Purchase Fund is not fit for purpose and we don't know who's in charge of it. It seems to be the um, HSE. But, like, it just means that, like, I could have to go to my father at the end of this month and say, Dad, you know, you have to move somewhere because we can't afford your care and that'll kill it. Do you know what I mean? And it's not just about my dad. like there's thousands of people. Yeah, like yeah. this is not just going to happen in Beaumont. It's going to happen everywhere if this isn't addressed. And really, I mean, we all know because we're all paying our electricity bills and gas bills. And, we and know. The, and the, yeah. yeah, the very nature of nursing homes. I mean, the minute you go yeah. into a nursing home, it's the one thing to matter. The heating is on. Yeah, in the the heating is on. Yeah, summer, it's on yeah, in the yeah. summer. There's always cold, yeah. toasty and warm, and it has to be to look after. That. So you can just imagine the size of their heating bills. They've got to be astronomical yeah. at this stage. Yeah. And and the problem is that the shareholders in care choice just can't see an end to having to lose money on 50 percent of the residents. And so from them, like they, they had to come to a very difficult decision. And when I met with them, they were very understanding. And they're saying, look, we just had to do this to highlight our place because we're going to go bust, you know, uh, as are all. The, and that's what was going to happen if nothing is done. They're all going to pull out a fair deal. Where are all these people going and to then go? The, and you're talking, yeah. you could be talking a thousand elderly people that have given their life to this country, pay their taxes, and now where do you go? And your dad, I'm assuming, over three years would have built up obviously great relationships with the staff, but I imagine with yeah. some of the other residents as well. He's, you know, he's made yeah, friends. He has, his, he, he has friends um, uh, on the same floor. 
he he's loved by the people in there because my dad would be very functional. Uh, he's ninety nine in uh, in uh, where when the, uh, sorry he's ninety nine in October and uh, he's like he basically gets up in the morning, puts on his clothes, he's able to go to the loo by himself. He just gets to wash and stuff like that. So he's not really a big burden on. Yeah. He was never a burden on the state. He's not really a big burden on on uh, Beaumont either. But you know that's his routine. That he's now happy to be in there. He understands he's safe. He understands that he can't live in his own anymore. And now you know if this isn't sorted, we're gonna have to say, well, where's he gonna go? And uh, and will that mean you as a family, John? having to scramble to find another nursing home that will suit your father? Worst, worst case scenario, yes. Uh, best case scenario will be that the HSC will uh, like move in and temporarily fund the difference till the negotiations are done. And I think that's what's hoped here, that uh, people will see sense. Yeah. And um, all these people won't be put out of their uh, care homes because... Like when you think of it, I had life easy when he's in there because I know he's happy. We pay the extra bit that we have to do. No problem with that. But now suddenly we have two problems. Where's all the money going to come, extra money, if we have to put him in private care? And uh, where's my dad going to end up? And will he physically be able to take that? shock. Yeah, well, as again. you know, and, and as you put it very well, when, when he realised himself that he couldn't live on his own anymore, so he needed a bit of care, it took a bit of adjusting. He's now three years on, he's now three years older, as you say, he's nearly 99. And we, yeah. So we're going to ask a 99-year-old man, you're going to need to readjust again. It's just yeah, not fair. Like, no, it's not fair. And you see, you've got to understand, like, my dad is corpus mentis, and, uh, but he's as corpus mentis as you can be when you're that age. Uh, so, like, he would tell me when I go in and see him, oh, the CIE is paying for everything. So, I like, know, I know. <laughs> yeah, and, and I just don't, I say, oh, yeah, you just yeah. have to agree with him because that's his way. Is yeah. he aware that there's a problem? No. No, okay. Uh, I, you see, because what I, I, I've done is I would protect him from that. Now, even if I told him, it wouldn't be, you wouldn't have the problem with my dad until it would come to the day or two days before he would have to move and then, this thing would hit him like a freight train, you know, uh, because uh, he would just kind of turn a blind eye to it and assume it's not going to happen, you know. Um, yeah. But it's a real worry. And as I say, it was on uh, Today FM, or not Today FM, it was on 96 FM yesterday. And, like, I'm not just talking for my dad. Everybody has a father and a mother. Um, and, we like, sometimes fair deal, like, I know when we had to get it, it was a very quick thing. We each suddenly couldn't cope on his own anymore. We were filling in these forms, getting sorted out, and, and thankfully, we were able to get a place in you know within fifteen miles of where he lives in Cove. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays, it's very difficult to get a place, and now even if fair deal is worthless, like uh, so, you have a new group of people coming week after week that are depending on fair deal that are not in the care homes yet. What are they going to do? You know. It's and we have we have an aging population, and as yeah. you say, while you're you've got this problem at the moment with with your dad, uh, you know, down the road somebody listening to this program mightn't have the issue today, but could have the issue in five years' time. Yeah, or they could be minding uh, their parents at home. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, uh, and realize, whoa, we're they need to the end here. They need that we're going to have to put them in somewhere, and then they're going to realize, whoa, but 
Fair Deal is not accepted anywhere anymore other than the HSE care home, um, which will be obviously full. Like if my dad was in St. Finbar's, he wouldn't have any problem. Yeah, you this wouldn't be having this discussion. You wouldn't be having this discussion. Yeah. Be having yeah. this discussion. So even that itself is not fair. Like they run care homes themselves. They know how much this costs. And, you know, why are they screwing, uh, obviously, us and the private providers? when the coffers of the state are busting, you know? Yeah. Okay, listen, fingers crossed that it'll all work out. Um, well, I think John. it's so big it has to be. Yeah, I think uh, so as well. Years. I think so as well. Fingers uh, crossed and pray every day. That's it, uh, John. Listen, pleasure talking to you. Give our best regards yeah. to your wonderful dad, uh, Patrick, and uh, thank you for joining us this morning. No problem. Thank you. Good morning to you. Bye bye. Uh, John Murphy, uh, whose dad, Patrick, is currently a resident and hopefully remains a resident at Beaumont Residential Care. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.